0: Hey guys, it's your host Rachel. Um, I was wanting to kind of uh, give you guys an overview of this episode before we jump right in. So this uh, guest is not actually a driver or a race wife or somebody that works on a crew, anything like that. So she's actually more of a racing fan, but she incorporates racing into her her actual books that she writes and short stories. And so I wanted to have her on the podcast uh, to be able to kind of uh, give a different perspective about racing more from like a fan's point of view. I guess you could say somebody that wasn't heavily immersed in the racing community and got into it and now is incorporating it into fiction actually. So that's why I wanted to bring her on. Um, she's an amazing person. Um, literally, um, this is, this podcast episode is going to be so different, but it's so much fun. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today, we have a special guest. It's not the norm that I normally do on this podcast, but there's a reason for it. Like like you guys are going to understand in just a minute. Okay. So she is an Amazon number one best selling author. She was featured in Forbes and she's the creator of the site Korean from context. She's the author of soul searching. And my favorite short story literally right now, probably like my favorite of all time. Um, it, it, it's, an afternoon in monaco and it meant like it mixes like my favorite things in the world so that is racing and k-dramas okay so i'm like a huge k-drama fanatic and so she took both of those things and put them together and so yeah like you guys have to like check that out so welcome sammy Hi sammy Hi, Hi! oh my gosh. I am so glad you were able to come on the podcast and talk about like everything (laughs) that's hate, like K dramas and all of that stuff, like mixing that and racing together. I was like, oh my God, I have to get Sammy on because like, if there's anybody else out there, that's like me, that is into all of that like the fact that somebody took it and mixed it together is is like a goal like i couldn't even believe it i was like oh my god this is possible like people actually write this i'm like where was this all my life
1: <laughs> it's funny cuz like i i i was first into the k drama thing and um you know i started to I felt like I was watching more K dramas than I was just American Western TV. And so, like, I felt like I was listening to more Korean. And I Mm -hmm. kind of was like, you always get, you always write what is like inspires you. Mm -hmm. And so I started to kind of write where the male leads were Korean. But obviously, if they are Korean, they're going to need to speak Korean. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? Well, now I got to go and learn Korean. And i kind of forced myself to learn you know the basics of Mm -hmm. it and you know i even bought books and stuff and i was like you know these books just aren't doing it for me it's you know it's it was too clinical and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and i was kind of just like i can't i can't learn like this this isn't how i learn so i'm gonna try and figure out some way to do it and so i would watch the k-dramas and if I picked up a uh, like phrase, like if I saw the subtitles and I heard the phrase, I would then like repeat the phrase mm-hmm. into a translator that would give me, you know, the Hangul. Right. And I was like, okay, I would type that phrase out. And that's kind of how I started to learn these phrases. And I was like, well, if I can learn like this and I'm going to throw them into the into a book or into a mm-hmm. story, what's to say that this is in a way other people can also learn right. a new language and so i had started writing and i you know i i would throw the korean in and the concept which is the name of my website which is korean from context is that mm-hmm. you grasp the korean from the context of the english around it right. so you pick up what's being said not necessarily fully saying, Oh, yeah, I like know those those words, like Mm -hmm. what's being said in Korean, but Oh, okay, this is what it means. Now I can figure it out from there. And that's kind of how I started the whole idea of learning that way.
2: Right.
1: And the way it spread into F1, and like my love of Formula One is, I had read um the Dirty Air series by Lauren Asher. I don't know if you've heard of it. I've that never series. read it, but okay. I've heard of it. I, you know, it was all over book talk, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Formula One, like cars, really? And I was like, you know what? Everyone's raving about it. Let me read it. Mm-hmm. And the first book, well, yeah, the romance was great. I was like enthralled by this world of F1. I'm like, what is this? Like, I need to know everything about it. And I, um, oh, sorry, my dog is having a dream right now. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, she was like barking in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know, she had built this world, and I guess I had talked about it so much. Like, I was telling all my friends about these book series and everything. That you know, my phone listened to me and said, "Hey." you might like this show drive to survive Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i was like all right yeah sure i'll watch like i'll see what it's about since it's apparently about formula one and that was like the end of it for me as like as i was (laughs) as i was watching i was googling like oh who are these guys driving for now Mm -hmm. who are they still on the grid and so like it kind of stemmed from those books and then i just became like an ultimate fan of f1 and i had like know my mind going like i want to write a story
2: right
1: about f1 i want to talk about f1 but like you know like you said i was like i don't know many people who you know watch k dramas and watch f1 and i'm just like, how do i how do i get these two to mix how do i you know do this whole thing and i and i had a scene in my head where um, somebody goes to the F1 race, like one mm-hmm. of my characters goes to the F1 race. And I was like, all right, well, I don't feel like that could be a book, but it's definitely a scene. And then I was like, all of a sudden it came to me that these two characters who were in a previous book and in Soul Searching, bring them back for this. And then, but why would they be there? Like, why would, you know, a K-drama actor be at at an f1 race like what's the what's the allure of it And i was like Mm -hmm. what if there's a korean f1 driver right and so i introduced this korean f1 driver who in and hopefully soon will have his own full length novel and um he's gonna have a full length novel and i'm actually gonna bring back the two characters of An Afternoon in Monaco into it as like a little like, hey, remember these two kind of thing? But yeah, that's that's how it all, all started, that whole short story and everything.
0: Wow, yeah. So the fact that like you weren't, like you just got immersed into F1 like that and you were like, oh my gosh, do you know what? I'm gonna mix both of these and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And it was so worth it it was worth it because yeah no like you guys i normally like when it comes to fiction like i don't read a ton of fiction right but i can tell you right now like this like this short story i read it like in one sitting i did not move like i was reading it the whole entire time like i did not Cause like sometimes when I'm reading fiction, like I'll read like so far into something and i will stop for a little bit and then I'll come back to you. No, this short story, I read the whole entire thing. <laughs> and, then, and then I got mad at myself because I sat in one sitting and read the whole thing and then there was nothing left because it was short story. <laughs> and so I was like mad because I'm like, oh my God, what is gonna happen next? Because I don't know. Because it's not there, and so it's almost like when you binge watch something, knowing that if you binge watch the whole thing, there's no, there's no seasons left, and then you're pissed because it's like, yep, yep, there is exactly. nothing after that. And, I know, I and know. I'm like, ugh, it ended like on a cliffhanger, and I don't like it. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> But it's okay. Like the fact that you just told me that they will be coming back like in that novel, that makes my day. They're gonna make a
1: cameo. I'm so excited for the cameo. I even I even actually so like when I write, I don't write in sequence. I Mm. write kind of like how movies are filmed. If I have an idea, I write that scene and whatever and this scene of them like making their little cameo came to mind and i was like oh my god i have to write this and i like instantly i was at the office and i was like where's a notebook and i grab my <laughs> notebook at work and i'm like scribbling it down so i don't forget it when i get home but right. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i i understand what you're saying because like i actually well at one time i actually had started writing a fiction novel that was God, every year. Wow, that was fifteen years ago. Now I think about it. Yeah, because my 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 youngest daughter, mm-hmm. she had uh, she was just born, and I remember I had like started writing one. And I'm kind of the same way, like where it's like if scenes come to me, it's like mm-hmm. I hurry up and I write it down. But that might like it might not be in s- sequential order, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's like you have to like go back and piece it together. Mm-hmm. um but
1: yeah yeah I did it's that. easier mm-hmm. it's easier and you know like a, th- a funny thing about it is kind of like you can write all these scenes and maybe like something doesn't work mm-hmm. for one book i can always like be like okay i'm gonna save it maybe it'll work in another story or another like line and things like that
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah that that's and i think that what a lot of others do like they don't like to really throw away their stuff like you know oh, what I'm saying? i never because, right never. because <laughs> it's like because you just never know where that might fit somewhere like mm-hmm. it might not fit into like what you're currently working on right now you know your current wip mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. then it might fit into something you do later on exactly um, and yeah i like, still
1: have journals i still have like my very first journal that I ever wrote in when I was in the fifth grade. So what's oh. that like nine, 10 years old? Yeah. I still have it. It was a Mary Kate and Ashley journal, which uh, <laughs> you know, dates dates me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was I was a Mary Kate and Ashley Wilson fan and that was Got my first it. ever journal. And I, you know, I just started I started writing and it was, you know, it started out as diary entries. Like, right. you know, oh I, you know, I went to school today and all this. And then it kind of progressed into, well, what if what if I had said this? Or what mm-hmm. if I had done this? And so it became these stories. And then, you know, I kind of took myself out of it and made characters and, and built it that kind. And I just, that's how I got into the whole writing thing. And I had never planned to publish um, mm-hmm. any of my stuff. I was always very scared to do it and I had a friend in college and she would always see me writing in our dorm room she's like what are you always writing and i was like oh you know just a story and i was stupid and said "Uh, yeah i put you in this one and she was like what do you mean where i want to read it i want to read it and i was like no you you can't read it no one reads no (laughs) one reads what i write like i don't like i shouldn't have said that and then one day i was you know, looking for my journal and I couldn't find it. I'm like, oh my God, did I leave it in my class? Like, did I leave it somewhere, whatever? This girl walks in journal in hand and says, I need to know what happens next. I was like, you read my stuff. ah!" And I'm like freaking out, but like she was literally the first person who ever read anything I wrote. And I have to thank her for, you know, being that person because it kind of helped me
2: right open
1: up and like you know feel comfortable putting myself out there and and just writing what i love to write
0: yeah um and and see i i relate to what you're saying because yeah like i was that was why that book never got published at all honestly um i don't even remember where that stuff is like, cause I mean, <laughs> you have to find it. You yeah. have to find it. Um, I believe it's on like a really old, like jump drive from like, oh, like oh 05.
2: Oh five my two, gosh.
0: Eight. Yeah. I, and and it was like, cause I bought it in co- for college cause mm-hmm. I started college in 04 and I mean, those things were like this freaking oh, yeah they mm-hmm. were so massive mm-hmm. and, um, yeah and i believe it's on there like part of it because i think i lost like the other part to it but um computers back then i mean yeah yeah you know they weren't reliable floppy like discs they and- yeah exactly <laughs> then and that could be where part of it is too because oh, there was man. floppy disks that i and the thing is i still have floppy disks and i still have a, like i have a thing where you can actually like It's an external floppy disk
1: drive. Oh my, I didn't even know they made those.
0: Well, see, I bought that years ago. It's USB though. So like, it's still, you can still use it. But I don't even know the floppiness that I have. Like, I still have them, but I don't even know if they would even work.
1: Like right? Would they? Push,
0: if I put them in, like, would it even bring up anything? Yeah, right. It would know. just be
1: so corrupted, probably.
0: <laughs> I would probably crash my computer. Oh sometimes. gosh, yeah. So yeah, I still have floppy disks, and it's like I have not even taken the chance to like try and like go through them, but. Yeah, you like, should try. You should try. Maybe well, like... I know for a fact that one of them has NSYNC fan fanfiction that I wrote with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used I to do that, and I know I one of those floppy disks has it, but I oh, don't like, know you if have I to can find do. it.
1: You have to find it. I now. hope so.
0: I hope <laughs> it works because if so, oh my gosh, I've got. To, like oh, I've got yeah. to like do something with that like yes. just show somebody that yes, so you have to awesome. share little blurbs of it right oh I will if I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I have to make sure that the floppy disks even work but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know for a fact that one of them has instant fan, fan on it I love that I love that <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we used to do like that was back in like fifth grade mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. literally would like we just when we I would go sleep over, that was at my best my best friend, Brittany. Like, we're still friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> like to this day. You know, we talk on Facebook when we can. Um, and sh- that's what we did. Like every time I would go spend the night at her house or she would come spend the night at mine, we were staying up to like two, three AM writing in sync fanfiction.
1: Love that.
0: I love that. <laughs> it was like that was that was our life like we literally just did that and we would save it on a floppy disk that's great that's great that's fantastic that's so exciting <laughs> it's like thinking back i'm like oh my god that's why i'm like i mean i was so big into boy bands and all that stuff back then anyway you know mm-hmm. backstreet boys and Saint oh, yeah. 98 degrees mm-hmm. no authority i saw them all in concert yep. you know all the all that stuff i mean i was like lfo yes lfo <laughs> for sure yeah, yeah. uh rest in to yeah, yeah, oh, Brad's the only one left.
1: I know. I was gonna say, I think there's only one, there's yeah, because
0: Devin and Rich. I mean, Rich yeah. was the first one, and, you know, he had yeah. leukemia, and then yeah. Devin, I, I don't know if, to, if it was like a heart thing, it or was what. something, it was yeah. a health issue. I can't, yeah, remember it was some it was, type though. of health issue, but yeah, Brad's the only one left. That's crazy, that's crazy. yeah. So, you know, you've had them, and you know, like I said, 90 degrees, and stuff
2: and god i mean new kids on the
0: block i mean i i I mean surprise oh geez
2: yeah oh man
1: new kids on the block it kind of makes sense as to how we you know then went to k-pop and and (laughs) f1 f1's their own boy band in my opinion (laughs) like they might not want to they might not want to agree with me on that but i will stand by f1 (laughs) is its own boy band yeah
0: and another one (laughs) funny that we're talking about this because, um, I don't know if you know who she is, but Lor- uh, Lauren Kanan. So Tony Kanan from IndyCar. Okay, Yeah. Um, yeah his, his wife, she did a parody and she named like the McLaren team, the backstretch boys. It was so hilarious. Like it was real that she did. And like, she literally had braces on and she had her hair and pigtails. And she was like, fangirling and it. It was the best. I was I laughing have so hard. I have to look yeah, that up. I have to Yeah, it was That's on her, hilarious. on her Instagram. And oh my God, is the funniest thing. Oh, like I, 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 yeah, she called them the backstretch boys. Oh my god! It was That's so funny. Great. It was That's hilarious, oh, and I man. shared it, and I was like, and like I like I was fangirling with her because I was like, because Well, out of the McLaren uh, group, yeah, Pato is my favorite. Yep. I too. Me too. And so me i was too. like, I'm like Pato is my bias. Like, yeah. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> put that on the thing. <laughs> alt bias <laughs> yeah like he's my alt bias i didn't put alt but he was my bias <laughs> i was like that was so funny That's I was great. Like, oh my gosh i was like i so get like when it, it kind of brought me back right mm-hmm. to when we were, mm-hmm. like i was a teenager because it's like you know and even preteen because yeah. that was the epitome of u.s boy band time period oh, yeah. you know and it's yeah. like we had and then you also had and i showed my youngest daughter this the other day and it's like and i'm so dating myself because obviously this goes back to trl and oh, things like that
1: trl so oh my God.
0: i don't know if you remember them but the group together it was a parody yes i'm love- showing that i, I showed together. her together you and me forever. Right, yes. Or, or breaking up is hard, hard enough. enough. <laughs> it's like, like, pretty much, yeah, we're breaking up. Breaking up is hard enough. Like, oh my god, that's the so money. is
1: like, I know my calculus. It, it, it's you plus
2: me equals us. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Oh my god oh, that um, was so oh, and then the part. Oh my god, the part in breaking up that was so fucking buddy. Like Mickey, he goes like you plus me. It doesn't equal us You <laughs> took my car, now I gotta take the bus. <laughs> isn't there wait, isn't
1: there like a line in it where they talk about his cat like their cat? Like, yeah, they their
0: she says you, you take the you, know, you took my sweater, my hat. Can't find my cat oh my god, and then it comes a... and then it meows. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And then it's the hardest oh, part god. of breaking up is getting back your stuff. Yep.
1: Yep. And it's like oh, oh my
0: god. god. I love that. That was, I the love that. I was yep. like no, like she was dying laughing the whole time. <laughs> She's like, Wait, what is this? And I'm like, I'm like, look, this was actually a parody. Like they did this as like a joke. But it got so big that they ended up playing the video on TRL and they ended up touring. They did it. Even Mm -hmm. though it was a
2: joke. Everybody loved it so much. Yeah, it was
1: just great. It was so so funny because it's like, we can make fun of it, but also enjoy it. Like that was like, I think, and I think that was almost like the first time I really ever saw that where like something like a parody became this reality of right. something that we enjoyed and we enjoyed both the parody of it and we could laugh at ourselves being <laughs> fangirls yeah. over a fake boy band right it was
0: so oh, oh my god especially the older lady that said nikki was her pimp
1: i oh my god that And they had like a,
0: didn't they have a TV series? Yeah, they had a whole TV series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) The fact that she said that on the thing, because it's like, obviously they had like people at the bottom, they were making it like TRL. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, she said that Nikki was her pimp. I lost it. I was like, oh my gosh. So good.
1: And they had like the, what was it, like the 40 year old guy who was just like. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh my! They were all. It was such a great. It was it such was a great good. show. It was awesome. Yeah, like I was like, man. I was like, and, and I told my daughter, I was like, that was back then when like MTV was amazing. Like mm-hmm. we had music videos, we had yep. TRL, yep. we had all these things, and it's like now it's like eh, you've yeah. got like ridiculousness and catfish. That's mm-hmm. literally all That's they play it. on that channel.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god! I, like, anytime I happen to scroll past MTV it's always it's just always ridiculousness I'm like is this the only show you guys have now <laughs> Pretty much. what is happening I, was, yeah. and I know they they tried to bring TRL back but you just, yeah but it was horrible you yeah you can't
0: because you number one Carson Daly didn't do it mm-hmm. and I mean he's literally what made TRL. TRL yeah, yeah exactly. exactly like you can't you can't not him. have him on it and expect it to be the same. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, Exactly. But he didn't want to do it anymore. And you know, yeah. they, supposedly they actually did offer for him to come do it. He, did. he oh, turned wow. it down. Wow. He had did some, I don't remember what he was on, but he, he did an interview and I listened to it and he, and that, that's what he said. He said he didn't want to do it. Yeah, um, it's basically going
1: back in his career in a weird way. Yeah, like,
0: I guess, um, yeah. but also I think he had kind of left MTV on bad terms, I guess, mm. or something like that, and didn't really want to be a part of it anymore, and I don't blame him. I mean, it was a different yeah. time too. Like, yeah, 100%. It, it could have been also that they might have wanted him to run it a different way and it might have like taken away from the nostalgia yeah. of it, because yeah, I mean, if same. you look at it, like when they did do it it was nothing like it was oh yeah no we it was completely completely yeah. different uh, yeah and it's like it's crazy how all of that like leads to now because it's like it and and that's what i was telling my daughter i'm like Cause she, she's into K-pop big time, you know, yes. K-dramas, everything. And, um, and, and she was wondering, she's like, well, how'd you get into it? Like, you know, how did you watch things? Because obviously I, I mean, and I don't know how long you've been in the K-pop, but it, but I've listened to K-pop since 99. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm not, <laughs> oh, I am early 2000s. Like that. Yeah. Well, so, and, and. Uh, but still, you would have went through some of that too, where you couldn't find certain things. So when you would mm-hmm. try to watch TV shows, like it'd be broken up into multiple parts and sometimes one part would be copyrighted yep. and you couldn't yep. watch yep. it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you kind of fall into that. Well, that, that was also early YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but before that, you had to watch it on daily motion yes oh yeah yeah. daily motion daily motion and i was telling her about the daily motion days and i'm like (laughs) the struggle bus of daily motion (laughs) oh man because daily motion like first of all the quality grainy as hell you know (laughs) um but also it was hard to find things because you know i'm on there unless you knew how to read korean most because it was people from korea posting it it Mm -hmm. wasn't you know you didn't have like americans posting it and being able to put put in the subtitles and stuff like that you didn't have that so you had to pretty much almost teach yourself korean to find certain things like it was it was difficult because i mean it was the same thing with j-pop because i was you know in a j-pop as well Mm so trying to do that and yeah. you know it, it was it was hard, it was very like hard
1: still yeah i feel j-pop is still kind of hard yeah to, it is they I try mean, to. Keep, they really do try and keep it just to
0: japan mm-hmm. which is
1: which is like, like
0: the only like ones it. that that have kind of ventured out of uh japan or the j-rock bands yes. like one okay, one rock, OK rock and mm-hmm. um in versailles and um you know a a lot of the visual k bands and stuff because Mm -hmm. they have really big following and it's funny because you would think that they wouldn't but they have very big followings in latin america like they're massive over there really yeah like latin america and like also in parts of south america like brazil and stuff they're really big into Mm. j-rock um, well, and it's because, and I didn't know this, but supposedly, um, in uh, Brazil, I believe mm-hmm. they have like the third largest group of Japanese people in the world. Wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah, like, yeah, that they either. have a massive, like Japanese community there. And so, yeah. So it kind okay. of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I, if that that does make sense. Yeah, so and, and I found that out because I I used to um I I used to run a, a, a website called Sugoi J Pop News and I would write music articles and stuff like mm-hmm. that um that were it was all about you know J Pop and some K Pop but like when they would do like Japanese stuff mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. cover like their Japanese albums and yeah. things like that well um i ran it with a girl that was based in france and um we when we started like researching about a lot of different bands and doing like articles and stuff that's how we found out that there was a huge like you know latin and south america like um following of of that through our analytics because hmm. some of i mean most of the people that were like looking at our content especially the rock f- version of our content mm-hmm. were all from latin america and south that's america so, that's so and we didn't and and so what we did was um we would do our site and that was also we're talking about this was wow i think i started that site in like 2010 2011 something wow. like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the thing is i still have the facebook page and people still follow it like people i still get like people like it says this person has followed you and i'm like i haven't posted on that thing and god knows how long <laughs>
1: um, you should bring it back revive well it.
0: that is the plan a lot Ooh. later though because i would love to um mm. but yeah there's it's just like it's a lot of a lot of my time Mm because see before that and um i don't know uh, i mean you probably do but you know how there's a lot of like k-pop like sites and stuff so Mm -hmm. officially k music have you heard of that one no okay well they're pretty big um i mean they're not as big as all Mm k-pop but they're on that level okay Uh, i used to write for them I used yeah. to be on their staff. I used to be a writer for officially K pop, uh, K music at one time. Um, and so after I got like, used to like writing that okay. type of stuff, that's when I kind of ventured off and onto my, on my own, oh, because yeah. the thing is, obviously they weren't really covering, you know, they're not covering really Japanese stuff. And to be honest, I was really the only one that was writing about like the Japanese, like music that k-pop artists were putting we're out doing, nobody we're... was really doing it um yeah. um over there like i was always the one that was finding these yeah they're yeah. like where are you finding this stuff from and i'm like oh well tokyo hive because i followed them like crazy yeah. you know um and then there was some other ones too but that was the main one and then uh j-rock revolution you know because they covered all the j-rock stuff um yeah. and yeah, like wow, and then I just ventured out on my own and that's awesome. It, it got it got pretty big for a little bit because like I even like collaborated with like write stuff anime on giveaways and stuff. Like I collaborated with um there was a um French TV show um that I collaborated with. They um I did like an article on on them, and they were doing some stuff in the Japan, you know, Japanese pop world. And there wow. was an uh, artist; she was coming to the U.S. for the first time, um, and she was going to be performing at like a bunch of the uh, anime conventions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and um, I got the chance to interview her, but wow. but her manager had to do it with me because the translate translating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't speak Japanese, so I wasn't yeah. able to, <laughs> you know, cause she didn't yeah. know enough English to be able to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then Sakai no Oari, um, that, that band, the one with one of one of the guys, he has like the clown mask
1: maybe i feel Um, like i probably do know yeah you've probably
0: seen them well anyway their pr manager had me do like a spotlight on them whenever they came they were coming to do their first us tour oh wow Uh, they reached out to me um and wanted me to do like a piece on it so yeah like i was actually starting to get some traction and then i'm like uh like I got tired. I got burn yeah. out. Cause it's no, like, it's a, I was yep. doing a lot of it on my mm-hmm. own. And also back yeah. then it was, um, it was a lot harder, like social media wise. It was a lot harder yeah. to like, to like promote, promote that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you just didn't have a lot of traction back then yeah. than, than you do now Yeah, because you know, people were way more
1: into it. When did, I mean, Instagram came out what 2012 2011 2012 so like that was like the besides facebook like Mm -hmm. i didn't facebook and twitter i guess at that point but yeah
0: that's all you had
1: was facebook that's all you had and you know facebook Mm. was so inundated that it was kind of like hard to do anything and then Mm -hmm. you know instagram came around and you were like oh what's this you could just post pictures that's fun and you know and that became how people started to advertise and You know promote but it's it's tough to promote stuff like i struggle with it constantly with like you know with my books and with all that and you know when i when i really wanted to try when i wasn't working on (laughs) these two books soul searching and matching set i you know i was working on the f1 book the uh, the short story and i was like how do i convince people who have no interest in this like sports to just like try this story out and like Mm -hmm. you know it was it was so tough to just like merge the two worlds right it's still tough now like i just i can't do it i've tried i've tried so many different things and it just doesn't work so i'm like hoping that you know down the road i'll figure it out and like be like hey this is, this is for everybody everybody right. can enjoy this and and i have to thank. um oh gosh now i'm not gonna remember her name the f1 med there, reader yes what's her her name is um
2: now you oh my know. god i
1: literally just messaged her i'm not, it's it's hold on i'm gonna look it up because I okay, okay. i know it because it's a very pretty name and i remember yeah. it like Carla, Carla, Carla,
2: right?
1: um, you know I had sent her the short story,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, she wrote that really, that really nice review of it. And I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my gosh, this like made me feel so because she really encapsulated everything that I wanted somebody to understand. It's like mm-hmm. even though you know you don't you you might not be interested in learning korean you could still read it you could still enjoy it and if you are an f1 fan it's it's you know in the backdrop of an f1 race like the Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
1: like the biggest most famous you know what do they call it the diamond or the the jewel of the the crown jewel of the f1 races right so you know but like it's still hard to try and convince people to give it a go so i loved her review of it because it kind of
0: I like, like yeah. I'm, gonna have to, I'm
1: gonna have to copy print and put this on every, every <laughs> social media account that I,
0: that yeah, I have. Yeah. Honestly. And it was Carla's review that got me interested in it because I saw, like, I just saw her post randomly and I'm like, oh my God, like first I just saw the, the like the the clip mm-hmm. that she did. And I was like, oh my God, this is so pretty. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read like, because i <laughs> Cause I just love the aesthetic that she did. And then when I started reading it, I'm like, Oh my God, I have to go buy this now. (laughs) Like I didn't even, I didn't even like, it was literally like take my money moment. Like I didn't care. I was like, I don't even know how much it is yet. I'm like, but I'm gonna go. And then whenever I saw how much it was, it was like ninety-nine cents. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna think twice about that. But mm-hmm. even if it would have been more, I still would have paid for it. But um, but yeah, I was like, Oh my god, 99 yeah. cents. I'm like You outdid yourself. (laughs) Like I was like, man, (laughs) she needs to charge more. Like ninety nine cents wasn't enough. But honestly, and I'll charge more
1: for the full book. I'll charge
0: more. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm excited,
1: and it's funny because, like, you know, I was talking about. um, I've been like plotting this book in my head and all that, and literally as I was plotting that book, I'm like, a lot of my books, like, so all my books while they're not technically like consecutive or sequential mm-hmm. they're not all they're all in the same world oh okay so um you know the two characters that were in an afternoon in monaco are in soul searching
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um the two friends who are getting married in soul searching are actually the main couple in matching set
2: Got it. And
1: then in matching set, I drop hints of another like seven books because I'm currently working on an entire K pop series. So, yeah, I saw you mentioned that as your
0: (laughs) work in progress. Mm -hmm. Clarity.
1: Yeah. Clarity. Yeah. Clarity. Yeah. mm -hmm. So each member is going to have their own book in that. Um, But so, like I said, I dropped the F1 driver. Mm in the afternoon in monaco and so like i've been writing all this and then i just like as i was writing a scene in it i was like well he's gonna have a korean um oh god personal trainer Mm
2: -hmm. i'm
1: like maybe his personal trainer is gonna have a story now too (laughs) i'm like already plotting a whole other story of the personal trainer like having his own like romance and stuff
0: (laughs) hey i mean honestly i i think it's awesome and yeah i read um your instagram posts about clarity mm-hmm. and like in where you had like what each of the each of the boy band like members names were and stuff mm-hmm. and like i was literally fangirling like it was a real like it was a real boy band I was yes, like
1: that's the goal i was that's like the goal.
0: oh my god like i want to <laughs> know more about about these members and stuff and i was like. And then it's like part of me had to kind of take it back. I'm like, but there's no music coming out or nothing know, like that. Like, it, it's know. not okay, Mom. Ugh, I wish. I wish. Right. Like, what's the uh, manifest
2: that they, yeah. uh, you
0: know,
1: yeah. That they you're
0: gonna find. You're gonna no. You know what? No. But this is what we're gonna manifest. Netflix needs to take your books and make them. Yes. live adaptations. like Netflix, we need, you
1: hear that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like Netflix, you guys need to call her. Okay, <laughs> call Sammy. Make these real. Okay. Can I tell because- you,
1: it was so funny. So, I don't know if you saw, but they came out with that
0: show, um, XO Kitty. Yes, actually, I have started okay. watching it, okay. but I'm not that far into it yet.
1: Okay, well, when they released the trailer mm-hmm. on, like, on Instagram and stuff, yeah. They apparently used the term "soul searching," but spelling it the same way as my book. The amount of DMs that I got asking me, "Wait, are wait is this like are do you have a button? like if this like was a de- de- yeah. like an adaptation?" I was like i wish i was like absolutely right? not it is not me and i was like but if
0: netflix wants to like, right i am available exactly <laughs> wow i didn't realize that but yeah i could see where people would have thought that it's like yeah. oh well they spelled it exactly the same yeah. as your book
2: Yep.
1: yeah, yeah. And it even like even like the font was kind of similar like the way oh, it looked wow. like I was like, I screenshot it. Cause when I first saw the trailer, I thought it was funny. I'm like, Oh, Hey, they used the same pun as me, you know, Seoul Korea, but changing it, you know? And mm-hmm. so I screened, I had screenshot it and the amount of people after that, after that trailer came out that I got, I saw this and thought of you, are you part of it? Like, is this you? I'm like, yeah. no,
0: it's not me. I wish. Right. Oh <laughs> my God. Like that would be amazing. But yeah, yeah. no, they definitely like need to, take your book and like make it like Uh, awesome i would love
1: i would love an afternoon in monaco can i go can i like be there while i film in monaco right like like a short like what are those like short little you know web series or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah webtoon
1: like like, oh yeah yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. like those mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm Call yeah. me. I'm available. Anybody? Right?
0: Right.
1: Like, <laughs> I'm let's <here>. do
0: this. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's so many of those webtoon series and stuff that, you know, have been picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in Korea and stuff. It's like uh yeah. I mean, that was like um oh gosh, what is the name of that? True Beauty. Oh yeah, right? that was mm-hmm. a webtoon series, yeah. like yeah. you know. And there's a lot,
1: yeah, there's a lot of them.
0: Yeah, that one, uh, what is it, Gangnam Beauty, they, Gangnam oh, I think, yeah, Beauty? Oh, my
1: ID is Gangnam Beauty or something like Yeah,
0: that. that one was one too. I, think, I mean, um,
1: why Secretary Kim or what's wrong with Secretary Kim? Yeah. I think that was one too. That yeah. was one,
0: They yeah. must have, like, a
1: deal with Webtoon or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so, because, and, well, and there was another one, um, not think about it um but it was um it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't a romance type thing though um oh, oh like, uh, I think, lookism lookism no not that one but yeah oh, that one's okay. one uh, god of school or something like that i think is what it was called something like that oh oh uh
1: weak hero class
0: well, that one too, but no, this one know. was another one. It's called God of School, I think, or whatever. I have to look that up. Yeah. So, well, it was made like twice, though. I think once in Japan, and then Korea did like an adaptation oh. too. Okay. Yeah. It's, All right. uh, or something like that. Yep. But uh, yeah, like there's so many there's of those. So many.
1: And, and a lot of um the BL ones too. Yeah. I don't know if you watch BL or what, but yeah. like
0: some yeah, of them BL. i haven't i haven't watched a ton of them but i yeah. i do watch some of them yeah. um especially in japan and then and thailand especially oh thailand. God, for some reason thailand is all about bl oh my like, god they a are lot. they've
1: blown up like their bl and it's it's crazy but korea's kind of stepped in and started doing them as well a li- but, yeah
0: a little bit like, more like it
1: was like pre you know like was that the I, I feel like it was like almost in the beginning to middle of covid like 2020 like mm-hmm. early covid where they all of a sudden decided they were gonna like launch into the BL world. Yeah, and, a little bit more. Yeah. And like now it's blowing. I can't tell you, I don't watch, I don't really watch many Thai ones at this point because mm-hmm. Korea has been putting out like show after show after show. And they're all what frustrates me is they're all like 20 minutes, like <laughs> each episode, and they only do like 10 episodes. And I'm like, Yeah, I need more. Cause some of them are so cute. Like there's one right now that's out called um love tractor where the I've kid comes, yeah one. he comes yeah. from the city to to back to the farm it's so cute like the two main guys are so adorable together and they're just like the one is like this big like burly man but he's like this golden retriever of a human he's the sweetest little cutie pot and you're just like i love him he's adorable <laughs> but yeah they've been like coming out with a lot more and it's just been like but those a lot of like love tractor was a webtoon and they've been Mm -hmm. coming out with like a lot they've been taking a lot from webtoons and i'm just like all right let's go
0: do it (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 crazy how like now um a lot of things like that or like fan fictions or whatever get picked up Mm -hmm. um i mean you didn't really hear about it that much like in the past but like you know once 50 shades of gray got picked up it's like after that everything changed yep. like oh, then yeah. it's like people started actually seeking out you know fan fiction stuff or um just self published things mm-hmm. and and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like it's crazy because yeah. that used to be like so taboo like yeah, you always yeah. had to go the traditional route mm-hmm. and i love that you don't because to me it's like the traditional book publishing like it's good for some people but at the same time they can end up like hindering your creative control oh, too oh yeah because oh, yeah. it's like they're forking out a ton of money up front for you and so because of that it's like if you don't sell enough like you technically owe them money oh yeah and and it's not like to me it's not worth it like it's worth just self-publishing and Mm -hmm. being able to make your own money and you don't have to worry about owing anybody yeah
1: (laughs) you know i think my biggest thing when i had first thought of this idea Mm -hmm. i was like all right i'm going to try and pitch it to um, editors and agents I'm in, right. like, part of like a local um, writers group and we have mm-hmm. a conference every year and at that conference we have editors and agents and oh, okay. so you know you, you give them an elevator pitch so mm-hmm. you've got five minutes to sell them on you right. and your story and like if you if they like you they'll say hey we we're interested if not they're like yeah you don't fit the bill so I was like okay I'm gonna pitch this story soul searching and like Mm -hmm. how you know it it helps you learn korean as you read all this every single person said no wow and they said no because they were like why korean because this was kind of right before the the like explosion of you know bts and dramas and everything so like i was kind of you know, call me a hipster. I liked it before it was cool. You know, right. concept yeah, of- We did. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And so like, I had this idea, like, you know it would be a niche thing, but people who weren't necessarily interested in learning Korea could still read it and enjoy yeah. it. But all of them shot me down. They said they saw no, you know, purpose. They saw yeah. no like, and I was like, okay. And I kind of went, well, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna do it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started the, um, the website was, you know, I came, I was like, I'm just going to start posting it for free on my website. And, you know, I'll have the book, but I'll also have, you know, a blog where I talk about K-pop and Korean beauty and all these random things, K-dramas and all this. And I ended up getting a press pass to K-con when they yeah. had it in New York.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was sitting in the press room with uh, another girl and we were sitting there talking just chatting and this other woman came over to us because she knew the person I was sitting with so they're all chatting and then she you know she looks over at me and she asks like oh who do you write for and I, I tell her I tell her my whole spiel how I started and everything and I just couldn't stop talking like I was just like Sam shut up stop talking <laughs> like just stop talking So finally I shut up and I go, oh yeah, that's me. Like, who do you write for? And she's like, oh, Forbes. And I just like, I just, I just like, oh, oh, okay. And she's like, I like your idea. Can can I interview you for an article I'm working on? And I was like. "Uh, uh, Yeah,
2: like absolutely.
1: And so, you know, I sent her, I you know, I sent her all my info and all that mm-hmm. and like a couple months later she put out this article about the, all these different ways that people are, you know, learning Korean and helping people learn Korean. And I saw like this influx of people to my website and to my Instagram and all this and then mm-hmm. I started getting people like DMing me going, "When's the next chapter coming out?" Like you haven't posted the next chapter yet. "When's the next chapter? When's the next chapter?" I was like is this like like is this happening and i was just kind of like so perplexed and you know i had said to her i like thanked her for all this you know traction that she had sent to my site and everything like that she's like well please send me a copy of the book when it you know you publish it and i was like oh i don't i never intended on publishing it because like everyone told me that it wasn't a marketable thing and she goes publish it. (laughs) Like (laughs) she literally was that push that just said publish it. And I was like, okay. So my mom's also an author. So I was like, Mom, I need your help to help me like figure all of this out. And so, you know, she gave me the play by play and the game plan and we came up with that game plan and I put it out into the world and I was like, what is happening? Like it actually, you know, it became Amazon bestseller and I was just like i am beyond words because i could have never in a million years thought that this would happen because so many people had said it it won't happen it's not a thing it's not going to be a thing so for it to actually happen was just unreal it was just amazing
0: yeah i mean first of all, Amazon number one bestseller. I mean, that's huge. Like that's yeah. not something that like happens to just anybody. Yeah. And like, and the fact that you literally said that, um, oh my gosh, my Alexa is going off <laughs> all of a sudden, like, I don't know why, but okay. Um, Cause like I have one of those Amazon uh, speakers like oh yeah yeah and yeah it just all of a sudden randomly we're just talking and it just starts saying i have i'm having trouble connecting to the internet <laughs> okay like i don't know why i mean my yeah. internet's fine but okay. yeah clearly <laughs> so but yeah like honestly the fact that you the woman at Forbes literally was your push mm-hmm. to be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just put it out there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was wanted yeah. because you ended up being a number one bestseller. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right there, it showed you that those editors and like agents and stuff, they were so wrong about- They missed the mark. Yeah. I could have been, been a contender. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, they just totally just blew it off because it's yeah. like, oh, it's Korean lie. Yeah. Like
2: yeah. Uh. But it- I agree.
1: I agree that like the self-pub thing, it just you have so much more freedom mm-hmm. in it. Like I got to work on making these covers. Like, you know, I got to talk to the artist instead of them just saying, here's your cover. That, that's yeah your cover. and I love so, your covers <laughs> uh, they are you. the
0: cutest I love she did an
1: amazing job I and she, it. she's actually working on the first cover for the um k-pop series now oh,
2: okay. and she sent
1: me a rough draft and I'm already it, in it's love it's amazing huh? I'm already in love it's it's a lot darker because these ones are very you know k-drama inspired so right. they're very sweet very you know like um you know they in romance they say behind closed doors like you don't see anything it's not spicy well, yeah. or anything yeah, like that yeah
0: because i mean um, well most most k dramas are like that like I but mean, they, they've
1: been kind of they've been yeah, getting into like they've the been changing them a little bit of,
0: more, a little bit but yeah, but like, when you think about regular K-dramas, I mean, God, it takes them forever just to hold hands. Yes, literally. <laughs> I was about to say that.
1: It takes them forever. And like, yeah, but that's like the- th- it's I like, know. You literally are
0: squealing you the second it, it happens. You love it. You're like, oh my God. It's crazy because yes. like, and that was one thing that, um, I guess like when they did the adaptation, the American adaptation of The Good Doctor, mm-hmm. right? The first episode, you literally have people in bunks, pretty much having sex. Yes! And yes. I could not believe that shit because it's like, dude, like the regular Korean version, you don't have that. Like nope. you were waiting like, oh my God, I forgot how many episodes it was. It was like 40 episodes. Yeah, like it, was... it was a lot. I think it was like, uh, I think around episode 18 or 19 they when finally finally, they finally, they finally, freaking held hands and like somewhat hugged each other for the first time and i'm yeah. like don't make no sense to me and yep. so and i and also i just found it really odd because daniel day cam was I know, he was, was the, the, the one that did the adaptation yeah. so i assumed that he would have you know kind of made it a little bit more subtle I mean, yeah. not fully because I know obviously he has to cater yeah. to an American audience, mm-hmm. but I thought he would have, being Korean himself, knowing mm-hmm. how Korean dramas are and how mm-hmm. conservative they are, I thought he would have at least kept a little bit of yeah. conservative. Yeah. You know, to the I mean, imagination left a little bit. Like a little bit, you but, know, yeah. not yeah. literally the first two minutes. I, yeah. Of the episode, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I thought but, that was insane to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So these ones are very much like the yeah, you know the the k dramas yeah. that we we know and love but the um k-pop ones i will are going to be spicy they're That's going okay. to be you know very sexy sexy times but mm-hmm. i'm definitely um i definitely plan on somehow throwing in again like my f1 i gotta figure out how to throw. maybe he's like a fanboy of them or something and he right. shows up at one of the shows or something like that to keep people remembering that there
0: will be an f1 driver like yeah in, in the that would like- actually be really cool um yeah, yeah if you do that or like i don't know or maybe like whoever he's seeing or whatever is a big fan of like oh i the, like that yeah. you know and so he takes like he takes her for like like a surprise date or something, like surprise I like her that. with tickets. I like, that. oh my god! Look, we're like oh collaborating god. here. I love this. Like okay. We could write a novel together. Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. I'm so like, down. I would
1: so I'm... do it. Yeah. Like, let's do I'm it. So down. Yeah.
0: Like that. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, I, I don't like that. Love or, it.
1: or instead of like, or instead of him as her phone background, it's an the F one driver, and he's like, "Who's that? That's not mm. me." Like, mm-hmm. I thought you like, you know i was your i was your bias who's right? yeah.
0: yeah like i, I mean like there could be so many different scenarios but yeah, like, like yeah like that's that would be really good like okay. i'm gonna remember that
1: once we get off i'm gonna have to put that in my little notebook because i have a i don't have it here by me by me right now but i have a i call it um a book i call it like a book bible i guess that's mm. like what my mom had always called it for when oh, okay. she had books that were series Mm -hmm. it's literally a binder of literally all the characters because you know you're bringing characters back and you don't like what did they look like how did i decide this book versus this book that kind of thing so it's literally just a bible of all your information so like every character the plots like somewhat of a plot for each book and all that so i'm gonna have to make a note of that and put that as a plot point in one of the uh k-pop the k-pop books yeah. Yeah. Like that be having, really cool. Yeah, I'm like I'm excited to lo- release these books because once all six cuz they're novellas, so they're short. They're not no, going to okay. be big. Yeah. They're not going to be big full um novels. But once all six are released, I plan on doing a pick your bias box where it has the book of the one like the idol that you like the most and it's going to have all these different things in it like in the nice. box like, like a little them. subscription
0: box yes. Ooh. And, I
1: actually, yeah, and i had been talking to i don't know if you've heard of her i actually have her candle right here um her company's called luxy and blue and she makes like f1 so this one says yeah. this smells, like carlos signs uh-huh. so she makes like a bunch of these yeah. but i asked her if she'd be interested in like making ones for my k-pop characters where it like smell this smells like you know June, this one smells like una and like all the different idols and have them have their own candle scents.
0: oh i love that <laughs> I'm excited. that's so cool yeah, yeah yeah i've heard of her because yeah um i there was somebody that had mentioned uh, i think it was like I think it was on a reel. And mm-hmm. like somebody had like one of her candles, and yeah. somebody had asked like where they got it from. Yeah. So I was yeah. And but- she just released like a ton of new ones. And mm. um
1: I actually sent her. She's doing I don't know when she's doing it, but she's having a giveaway, and she asked for my books. So I was like, I'll trade you my books for a candle. And so she sent me, like, she just released a whole like new line of candles Mm. and they're all f1 related they're super they smell so good like oh my god i just like sniffing (laughs) they're so good i love candles
0: (laughs) yeah me too i love candles um that's like my favorite my favorite thing i just i tend to like i i don't buy them very often but because I don't like, I, my biggest thing is I don't like to burn them very much because then when it finally goes away, like I'm upset because I know, <laughs> I know, I
1: totally get that. I like the, um, I like the wax melts, but I feel like those, their scent goes away even faster. Yeah. And maybe. they're supposed to last longer. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just the ones I'm buying aren't lasting. But there's another, that's another, I, I'm obsessed with like F1 merch that isn't, like actual F1 mm-hmm. products because I'm sorry, the fans make better products than the actual like, yeah. formula one. And this girl is called majestic melts hmm. and she does all F1 melts. So she has like different, p- the, the different um, Pirelli tires. So oh. like, you know, the C2, the C3 hard intermediates, all that she has. And those are all different scents. She has them for each driver. She nice. has like different scents, um, all that. And she uh I wanna buy I want to buy some of hers, but I have so much wax melts that I haven't burned yet. I'm like, <laughs> let me get through some of these and yeah. then I will have the reason to purchase them from her because I was like her stuff is I love her her um they're so cute and they're all like mm-hmm. like they're in she has ones that look like the cars, like she has team oh, ones okay. that she, yeah. They're so cute. They're so I found her on TikTok and I'm like, oh my God, these are so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um just just like fans in general that make like racing merchandise, a lot of their merchandise looks like way better than like what any yeah. of the drivers put out or yeah. what any of the racing organizations put out. Because like even um like not even F1, like just other ones, like there there's some like these little boutiques that you know different fans have made and stuff and i'm like oh my god the stuff they have is some of the cutest things yeah, and like it's yeah. like you know but like the racing organizations don't put out stuff like that they don't Especially, they don't
1: they don't and they don't listen for women yeah that's what it they, is yeah they don't like what was i i know like a lot of these teams they put out like the shirt dresses Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, we don't want that. Like, we're not going to wear that. And especially not when it costs like $200. It's just like, for what? For the logo of Ferrari or the logo of, you know, what? And so like, I was like, I can't, I can't, I cannot justify Mm -mm. spending that. And so, you know, I hopped on Etsy one day and you see all these people who've made such gorgeous under I, I i like the understated meanwhile i'm wearing a shirt that blatantly mm-hmm. says f1 but like i love the understated style that says i'm an f1 fan and if you know you know right. when you see what i'm wearing or you see i love that and they and just f1 is it's so uh ah, i was happy when ferrari released their jerseys for Miami, Mm -hmm. those F, but they were basically something that a fan had already made in that Furious Motorsport. Like those those Mm -hmm. guys have been making those jerseys for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I already have it. I'm not gonna buy it from Ferrari. I've got my own like version of it from Furious Motorsport. And you know, I just wish that they would like take in what we say Mm -hmm. and what we want especially when it comes to like the women's side yeah because like you want to open up to this fan base and yet you're like completely ignoring them
0: at the same time
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's it's just so frustrating yeah, no, I agree, and and honestly, um, it's not even just F one. It's a lot of the other racing organizations too. Like they don't make a lot of clothing that really caters to women or flatters them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like it's always this unisex stuff, and and then it's like bulky on us, and it looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, in, in in the thing is there's just not enough and you have to unfortunately go to an individual person that's willing to take the time to make that stuff you know yep. to be able to buy it
1: yeah yeah it's unfortunate but you know what it also does kind of open it up for mm-hmm. the fans to be creative and to find yeah. their their own like passions and stuff so i at the same time that i'm frustrated with <laughs> you know motorsport fashion. I'm also thankful that they just kind of ignore us because all these other people are making, right. I like, and yeah, I'd rather support the small business, business, that major conglomerate when it comes to that kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: And I'm the same way too. It's like, I would prefer to, you know, um, help a small business instead, you know, and not have to worry about, um, all of that. Like, yeah. it's just like, you know. And the overcharging. Right. That's
1: the over-charging. what kills me is the overcharging. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, in my my real job, my not my uh, side hustles of writing and everything, mm-hmm. I work in the fashion industry. Oh, okay. I see these markups and I'm sitting there going, I know how much you paid to get that made. And I'm like, you're kidding. You're yeah. kidding with the cost you're trying to get. Because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I can tell you right now that that hoodie maybe cost you $5 to make 10 if we're going on the high end and you're selling it for close to 200.
0: Yeah, see, that doesn't make any sense. I know, um, like, I had made my own clothing um, at one time. Um, It's crazy because that was something that I. I don't know like i just did not follow through with it mm-hmm. so it was an online boutique it was called kawaii blossom i was literally doing a fusion of japanese decora and fairy k you take
1: all oh of that my gosh, and you mix it that together sounds awesome it was
0: amazing so um i did a panel at um at an anime convention at akon in Dow and Dow in fort worth okay. um we were actually living there at the time and um i did a panel on japanese decora because obviously that's what i was doing for my uh-huh. you know for my fountain line and i created my own clothing that i wore that day like my shirt my t-shirt what? was made by me my leggings that were rainbow unicorn like it was like the, oh my they're, god they're, i love that yeah and like the shirt was it was white but it had um like pink clouds and like black stars and and stuff like that do you have and, pictures of it I would love to see what it looks like yeah um uh, yeah I'll have to I'll have to find them and uh and are they and, on your and, floppy disk no actually <laughs> no this looks this was six years ago when oh, okay. I did that. Yes, yeah, so no, okay. <laughs> like, no, it's actually not. Um, but yeah, so um, and then like I had like the pretty much mermaid color wig on. Oh my god, I love this. Yeah, oh, and then my shoes were from Gwen Stefani's um, line. Oh, the that Harajuku she had, line. Harajuku. Yeah, so I had like wow. a holding going on, but yeah, wow. so I was supposed to create like this whole line, and like I had to start it, I'm, and and it, it was a mixture of that, but like I also had like K dramas in there, so one of them that like K dramas and like Japanese dramas and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where I would like use quotes from them. So one of them is actually from Descendants of the Sun. Oh man, um, yeah. That. And then another one was from, um, oh gosh, it was a Japanese drama, but yeah, like I created like some stuff and like, oh I never did anything with it. Just and the thing Ugh. is like, I was like, oh my God, wh- why did I just like stop? Like I could have like put that out there and I yeah. know, there would have been people that would have bought it, but I don't know. Like I just stopped myself from yeah, doing it. It
1: happens. Yeah. It happens. I feel like, you know, you get. I don't know i get that way too with a lot of Mm -hmm. things like i don't know i'll start something and i'll be so excited about it and so gung-ho about it and then like halfway through i'm like i'm 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 over this i don't Mm, i don't want to i don't want to do it anymore or it's not even that i don't it's not that i don't want to do it it's like i just don't have the time and Mm -hmm. i have to focus on something else and you know when i was after i finished matching set and Mm -hmm. i had put it out i was like i'm I'm burnt. I'm like, I'm Uh, burnt out. I was so exhausted. I was like, I can't focus on writing. So this came came out in January of this Mm. year. And I did not write until like last month. Wow. I just could not, I could not get my brain to go sit down and write. And I think the craziest thing about it was I, so speaking of journals, Mm I love journals, and I actually yeah. hand write my stories before I oh, type okay. them. And the main reason, because people are like, "Sam, that's so like you're that's so much extra work. Like, why are you doing it?" My reason is that I write at work when it's slow. Oh, okay. And so at the office, they you know they check your keystrokes. They like see yeah. what you're doing. I'm not about to write a book on their computer yeah, where yeah. they can see. So I always keep a notebook at my office, mm-hmm. at my desk, and that's where I would write. And I would sit there and I would write. And I would, you know, I would just do that all, you know, for for years, like the last couple of years, that's what mm-hmm. I would do. I would go into the office, I would sit and write. And even when I was at home, like, because I have a separate computer, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to take out my personal computer and type and then go i'm like no i'll just have the notebook and i'll just sit and write on the notebook and everything um and so when it was all done i literally had it there i just Mm -hmm. had it there and i just could not open it and put my hands to the keyboard Mm -hmm. it was such a struggle and i finally was like i need to do this like i need to get it out i want to get it out and you know the the dream would be to be a full-time writer My mom, you know, my mom sold her first book when she was 30, 36 or 37, I want to say. She's been writing for almost 20, 30 plus years at this point. Wow. And she she worked full time. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, books don't pay the bills unless you're one of those lucky few who, you know, like book talk chooses you, like Ali yeah. Hazelwood, and like, you know, those kinds of authors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I know I have to be realistic. I have to be realistic and say I can't right. do this full time. But a way to get me in that direction and in that mm-hmm. position is to write more books. So yeah. just write the book. Yeah. And my one friend had been super helpful and she's like hey do you want to write together where you know we do we do 15 minute sprints where mm-hmm. for 15 minutes we write we take a break after we talk to each other about what we wrote then we go for another 15 minutes and with her helping me do that i finished typing everything within like 3 weeks
2: oh wow it was,
1: it was done and i cannot thank her enough for that like i was like <laughs> oh okay, the first book is done. I can finally, like the first draft, I can finally get everything. And I just, I'm very, I'm very thankful for that. But like burnout is real when Mm -hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff. So I totally get you just like, it wasn't that you didn't want to do it. It was just like, you were just like, I'm drained. Yeah, I'm just so drained. Mm-hmm. and it just unfortunately like you know sometimes it just doesn't you don't pick it back up you don't yeah. go back to it and it happens i i can tell i countless things i have done where i'm like i pick it up i'm like i'm ready and then <laughs> months later it's like what what did i say i was gonna do oh, <laughs> what? Who? yeah that wasn't it, me i didn't say that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah and and to be honest like looking back on it like i get i kind of get why i did but like now it's like um maybe there was a reason you know yeah. that i didn't go mm-hmm. back to it um and l- also looking at it now i mean this podcast has been the most consistent thing i've ever done i started this I podcast in december and i've been doing this
1: all of it before before we like when you reached out to me i was like i i'm not even joking when i got your dm i was like i was like i told my husband i was like look look it. <laughs> I got this message, oh my god, oh my god. And he's like, that's cool. I'm like, no, you're our status and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to all the videos. I'm gonna watch all the videos gonna... and I like I was like so flipping excited because I was like, this is literally you are like you and me. I was like, we are meant to be together because I was like, she likes K dramas and motorsport. I have found my people. I was like, I was like, yes, oh my
0: god, yes. <laughs> yeah like that's why like whenever i saw that Um, oh, whenever carla had posted i'm like wait you like k-traumas and motorsports too like wait we're like all besties now like i you know like i'm just, like, freaking out about that i was freaking out when i, I got was your like, DM. wait since when i'm like wait and so like she's like yeah i love k-traumas i'm like oh no wait i have to reach out to the, to mean like now, because yeah. we're doing this, like I'm bringing her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause you just don't have, you really don't have a lot of people. Well, that are like even open about mm-hmm. being into both. Mm-hmm. Um, like the only racer that I know that's big into both. Like and mm-hmm. she even mentions it is S- Samantha Tan. She's yes. in the GT series, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love her. Yeah. And honestly, like this past weekend, I mean, her and Neil they killed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, I was like jumping for joy the whole entire time. I was cheering them on the whole entire time because I was like, um, when when that last part i think it was like six minutes in on the last on the last uh on race two i was like smith has to pull this off like she has to pull this off because like i mean i would have i was gonna be happy for them anyway Mm -hmm. with them being p2 because they were p2 the day before but i was like. She needs to pull this off. Like I want her to win this one. Like I, I, this. I, I want her I to. This. Yeah, I want her yeah. to win this one. Not uh-huh. EP two, but, but there. Like I don't know what happened. Um, it, it seemed like maybe she overcorrected. Um, going in the turn because, it, um, I don't know. All of a sudden, she got a little bit slower. And I, and I was like, well, I don't know. if She like overcorrected, or if there was something. Are yeah, that happened, but I mean, either way, like it, it didn't matter. I was, I was happy for them, yeah. and I was like, man, yeah. like Samantha did that. Like <laughs> I was so, I was so excited yeah. for her. But yeah, like it, it's crazy how, um, I mean, she's one of the only women in that series. Yeah, like, it's her and. Um, and then Ashton Harrison, who was in the you know, um, I mean, she's in like a different class, but I mean, they, you know, they were both running the same both classes on the track, obviously. Mm. But you know, they, that was it, it was yeah. just two of them, you yeah. know. Um, and her and Ashton, I got, I think they got uh, P2. I think she had P two the same day too. So yeah, yeah, but it's crazy how, you know, you don't have, it's like, you don't really have a lot of women on TV, like in motorsport, like Mm -hmm. there are women, there's quite a few women now in motorsport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you just don't see them on TV.
1: Like, what was it? The, um, what is it? The formula? oh f one academy yeah the f1 academy okay we're gonna have all these women in the f1 academy but we're not gonna broadcast it do you not see the (laughs) the issue there like what what are you doing
0: yeah Uh, and then just like the w series now yeah yeah that got yeah got kaput yeah like i just love how everybody's just saying oh the w series is now under administration, but mm-hmm. uh, just say that you cut it because that's yeah. literally what you just did. Like you yeah. literally just cut a whole entire series that women are in because you don't want to put the money towards it. Just mm-hmm. like, just be real. Don't mm-hmm. come up with this bullshit headline. Yeah, like, don't sugarcoat oh. it for yeah, us. Yeah. That's like, literally what just- they're doing. Yeah. every single one has sugarcoated it oh w series is now under administration no just say that you cut it like just mm-hmm. say that oh w series is indefinitely suspended or something because yeah. it that's what that is like yeah i don't know why they're yeah i don't know why they're trying to it's under it administration yeah No, it means that you just got rid of a whole entire series of women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for nothing. Yep. Yep. It infuriates me. me. Oh, I was so mad when I saw that because I'm like, that series has brought some of the best drivers in motorsport that we've ever seen. Yeah. And honestly, and it's because with the W Series, and I don't think, I don't know if everybody knows that, but. With the W series, you don't have to have a bunch of funding to to be in it, mm-hmm. to run in it, and it gave women that normally wouldn't have the sponsorship or the funding, the backing to be able to do something in this sport. Mm-hmm. And they literally just said, "Fuck y'all!" <laughs> just <laughs> literally, like that's yep. literally what Adios. they did. Yeah, I think I think it was
1: supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be in texas when i went for the austin race Mm -hmm. like it even had it on the the billboard and i i want to say like the the race before or like two races before it they had cut it They they were like suspending The w series but i guess all this stuff had already been printed like all the schedules and they weren't yeah they didn't have enough time so it still said that the w series was supposed to be and Mm. i was like so pissed that i didn't get to see all that but yeah yeah that, that 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 sucked i did hate that i was very like and and again with the f1 academy you're Yeah, look, look at all these women. How can I look? You're not airing it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, how am I supposed to look? How am I supposed
0: to get excited about
1: seeing women in the sport when you're literally not
0: showing me the women in the sport? And what's so aggravating about it is that f1 has the money to broadcast those women and they're they have not so much money it's exactly disgusting. god they literally piss money like yeah and they won't <laughs> yeah. and in the fact that they literally are holding back television time for these women i mean shit. gt the gt the Fanatec gt world challenge they live stream their stuff on youtube and twitch if you didn't want to put any money into it you could have literally created a free youtube channel in like 10 minutes and literally you have, and you could have live streamed that literally. shit from a phone mm-hmm. if you wanted to yeah and like yeah. the fact that they didn't even want to bother with that shows that they truly don't care about 100 yep. that series at all they just yep. wanted to throw out a series and put some women in it and make it seem like they they're being inclusive and that's it Yeah, like that's all it is it, they want to be like oh we care about diversity and inclusion we're just gonna throw a bunch of women in this academy but no, oh, they don't they don't need tv time yeah
1: we don't need to see them to no. know that they're there we yeah. know that
0: they're, they're there, there. But see, what, what makes it worse is that for these women, because they don't get TV time, sponsors are going to yeah. pull out because yep. they're gonna, because they're not getting any return on investment because of why you mm-hmm. seeing them on the car. Yep. So they're setting these women up for failure mm-hmm. right away. So yep. to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if F1 Academy ends up under administration, administration. later on. Yep. Because Completely they- agree. You know, because, I mean, the W series, I mean, it's kind of the same situation. So, obviously, yeah. they're going to probably do the same thing at F1 Academy soon. Because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, it's under administration. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> we pretty we'll much have
1: know. to restructure and come back. No, yeah. You're lying. You're
0: lying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <sighs> that, it's going to be one of those things. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we pretty much know. Um, yeah. It's like you guys don't really care. Like, if you really cared, you would you would be doing something about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You would be putting them. You wouldn't be like separating them. You'd be putting them into your act like your everyday academies. Like, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. be, you know, separating. But I've noticed that they have started. I think like Ferrari has some girls on in their academy Mm -hmm. um, and they're like Prema and everything. So like, I've seen a few. in, in um the academies, so I,
0: you know, let's... yeah, but most of them are not affiliated with F one, though. I know, <laughs> I know, unfortunately... they all
1: because they know that the other sports are going to give them airtime. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. I would too. I wouldn't be in F one if like, you know, but it's crazy.
2: It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's,
1: it's so it, it's frustrating because you know, like as female fans mm-hmm. we get shit more than anybody else oh yeah because we're women and we like a sport oh my mm-hmm.
2: god
1: it's you know anything that women like we get we get shit for like, oh yeah anything but yeah we're the probably the ones putting in the most money the most dedication the most everything yet we're the ones who get completely like just oh you're a dts fan okay and I like the sport too like what who cares who cares that what got me into it i right. enjoy watching it and i know i've had like things like that with you know um just anyth- anything anything you like k-pop like you know you get that oh you, you don't even understand what they're saying and, oh, and God. even prior to that like any boy band any yeah. boy band that a a girl liked we had these massive fandoms Mm -hmm. and people would make fun of us because we were fans of something and i'm like do you Mm -hmm. not go to a football game or scream and cheer when you your little man scores a touchdown (laughs) so i'm sorry where is why can't i scream when a little man does a dance, like why is there this
2: right exactly like, this
1: disconnect? And also, why can't I like the little man doing a touchdown? Like, I, why why do we have to separate what we enjoy like that? And why do we have to mock what people like? Like, why can't we just let people like what they like, enjoy what yeah. they like, and leave it be? Hey, it's not your cup of tea. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to force you to be part of my fandom. I'm not going to be a for but exactly. like, I'm also not going to make fun of the things you like.
0: Yep. Yeah. And and yeah. that's that's the crazy thing is like um as women, especially if we like something that is male dominated. Um mm-hmm. it seems like that makes it worse because oh, yeah. you know whether it's racing or gaming. Oh my gosh, the the streamers like the women that deal with so much crap. I give like, them so much credit, like, like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, why are you playing Call of Duty? Like, you know, or 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 whatever. Because she wants to, like, why she does likes it matter? It? Yeah. like you know, oh, uh, you know, you're a girl. No. And like and, <laughs> like, yeah. and she's kicking your ass and you're just mad. Like, let's be real she's yep. like taking you out multiple times mm-hmm. um you know she's not doing that stupid camping bullshit like like <laughs> you guys are doing you know yep. she's actually out there like kicking your asses and you're mad and then she calls an airstrike and then you're pissed yep so yep okay you're like
1: just, you're mad get ready right. right.
0: get ready right. right.
1: like just Stop! Just stop being. Just let us let everybody do what they want to do. Like it's such a live
0: man. Like just because, and and, you know, and it's crazy because you would think it's twenty twenty three. You would think that there wouldn't be still men in our society, and some of them really young, which means obviously they're being taught that. Yeah, um, that would still be like, oh well. Football and like sports is a man's thing, and it's not for women. Like, who asked you?
1: Like, exactly, football, who asked
0: you? And the, and the crazy thing is, is that most men don't realize that women have been in motorsports since the eighteen hundreds. Like, the very first woman that raced was from France. And she raced in like the late 1700s, early 1800s. Like women have been they don't in that, forever, they don't want to hear that though. Forever. These mm-hmm. women have been there in there forever. And the thing is like, she started dead last because they wouldn't let her qualify because she was a woman. And she beat out half the fucking field.
1: Wow, badass. <laughs> I, <laughs> right?
0: like, I love when I think women she ended up P6, it. I believe. Oh, I believe wow. in what she ended up um cuz I did I did um I did a post on her um quite some time ago. And yeah, like she was the very first woman to ever race and and obviously of course race cars were weird looking back, yeah, at, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, that car was like uh, it 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 looked almost like a stagecoach in a way. Okay. Like, it was weird looking, yeah, yeah. but yeah, no. She ended up beating out more than half the field because that's yeah, awesome. they put her to the back because she was a woman. They didn't want her qualifying with the men, so she they put her to the back, and she was actually. And the thing is, she had money. She was a socialite. She just did this because she wanted to. She was bored. Yeah, she was bored. Uh, yeah, literally, that's what she uh, did it
1: for—to have that much money. That was like she's that's amazing
0: yeah right yeah wow. no. she was a socialite she was a french socialite and she just wanted to do it and her husband was like like okay. he didn't even care like he's just...
1: and that's what we need we need men like that who go okay yeah. right.
0: he was like do, all right you do and you she spent the money and everything and went out there and kicked ass yeah and she ended up being wow. the first woman race car driver wow. so. It's, it's I, crazy. I learned
1: something new today.
0: That's yeah. awesome. It, it's it's crazy, but yeah, she just she was just like, you know what, fuck it. I have money. I'm going buy a race car, and I'm fuck. I'm gonna go fuck you up. Like, yep. don't care. And she did, and, and she did, did. I and love she just it. and she did it. And ever since then, it's like, you know, women have been in it. You yep. know, and it's it's crazy because it's like. You have a lot of women like more on the local level, Mm -hmm. but it's like, once you start getting outside of that, that's where it gets like Mm -hmm. harder, because obviously you've got to have the sponsorships, you've got to have a team to back you up and that Mm -hmm. costs money. And because of that, like, that's also why a lot of people cannot move up. And then it also depends on where you live, because Mm -hmm. if you live in an area that's more rural, or something like that, then you would have to travel outside of where you live to be able to get exposed to whatever, yep. you know, to a larger organization. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's rough. It's yeah, rough. It's rough. And like like they have Formula Woman, right? And I interviewed Jody Sloss and Alicia Barrett from Formula Woman. And they Even struggling with funding because F one's not giving them funding like they should, and that doesn't make any sense. Like they they literally are barely racing, and they even mentioned it in the podcast that they're not racing a lot because of funding. And you would think the fact that you put those women first of all, they told me what they have to do just to be able to compete in that. They literally had these women driving on ice, like on an ice lake. Yeah. That's like dangerous. Wow. As hell. Yeah. They had them driving across a lake that was iced over. I think they said it was in Sweden or something. Well, it was somewhere up there. It was one of the um yeah. Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where it was. But yeah, they had them literally crossing an ice lake. They had to drive on it. Like, good enough for it to possibly break, you know? Like, I don't know. But. Yeah, they were doing crazy shit like that. You put these women through like all this, like rigid, like and rough terrain type stuff and everything to make them win this competition, and then you don't give them any funding.
1: The funding, yeah, that's insane.
0: Like what the hell? Like these women went through hell Mm -hmm. and. And you gave them no, you literally give them pretty much no funding. And like they're having to, like they're struggling for sponsors and shit. Like, what the That's hell? That's horrible. That's horrible. I'm like, this makes no sense. As big of an organization as you are and all these celebrity red carpet bullshit that y'all do. Ugh. Yeah. But you don't have enough money to put towards the women in your organization. Yep. It's sad. It's a yeah. sad world. It is, and and uh, it, it just it it aggravates me for them because it's like they did this because they're passionate about the sport, yeah, and they yeah, exactly. did all of this so they could have a shot at being able to make something of themselves mm-hmm. in this sport, and yep. then you pretty much are like, yeah, you got to go through all this shit to get there. Oh, you did it. Um, we're just not gonna give you the money. You're you're on your own. It's like
1: some hazing. It's like some (laughs) effed up hazing. Yeah. That's insane. That's so Um, effed up.
0: I'm like well, what do you expect them to do? Like I mean, they can only do so much with the little bit of funding that they can get. Mm -hmm. And then if you're you know, you guys literally have so much freaking money. Like, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like y'all have, like y'all are yeah. practically multi billionaires, and oh, y'all are like easily, and y'all are like you won't even give not even a million dollars to your freaking to your to an or your one of your organizations. organizations. Like, you know, I mean, come on, like, and I know a million dollars doesn't go very far. But it's something. But it's something. Like I mean, give something. Like don't create these organizations, these smaller organizations within your company if you're not going to even give them money. Like, of course, it's like, what was the point of you even doing that? I mean, why'd you even create it? Like, but once again, I like I personally believe they do it just to make themselves relevant, to make themselves, make themselves feel better. Yeah, make people F- think they're inclusive and diverse, mm-hmm. you know, um, but they're really not because if they were, they would have a woman in F1. a 100%. And they don't. 100%. Yeah. They don't. I agree. And then when will that ever happen? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. If it will. Um, yeah. And, and I the hope thing it. is I
1: hope one day. I yeah. Hope, I, I, I hope, hope so too. I'm alive.
0: Right exactly but like it's even the same thing with um with nascar there's no women in cup you know and and they then to be honest they they try to keep the women out from getting into cup they do um Mm -hmm. that like um like bush series um it's like a development program um Mm -hmm. that's being ran with women in motorsports, North America, like they collaborated or whatever. Um, like, I, I mean, they're, they're trying to develop these women to go, to go to cop, but yeah. they're not, they're not gonna, they're not gonna let women in cop. I mean, cause they've been saying that they're, they don't plan on having women in cup. Like that's crazy. It, like that's honestly, crazy. yeah. And w- what's crazy is it's like, why not? Like yeah. you have give women me a in- reason. Well, you're right, you have women in Arca. I mean, you you have women. You know, right now you got because you've got Amber, you've got Tony, Mandy chick, and then you have Haley Deegan in the Truck series haley to be honest some of it the truck isn't for her she ran one xfinity race and i was there when she ran it because she ran at talladega um and that she ended up in the top five wow she ended up p5 which is amazing and honestly i don't know i mean like for a woman at that time like you just didn't have one, you know? Um, well it was crazy because you would have thought NASCAR would have possibly interviewed her. She was the only woman in the field. Right. And also she got a P five. They interviewed, normally they only interviewed top three, right? They even went to P four and skipped her. Yeah. Wow. I was so mad. Wow. I was so mad because we were actually sitting in the garage experience. So right behind Pit Road when she, you know, whenever um they were starting to do the driver interviews. Mm -hmm. So I was there. Like I was watching from Pit Road, like from right behind the fence. And they're going down, go all the way to P4, which they never do. normally only go to p3 they go to p4 and then they cut it off and i'm like are you serious you literally went to p4 and then you don't even interview the only woman that you had on the grid that day and that's she was p5
2: like literally
0: that day was when i made the decision to create this podcast really like yeah like it it dawned on me that day because i was like the fact that a woman in nascar mind you did not even get tv time as she was in the top five that day i was like yeah no like that means all women across every single platform mm-hmm. need to be able to speak their mind yeah and it it pissed me off so bad and <laughs> it like, enraged you to yeah, make this awesome podcast that's awesome. it did and i'm yeah. like that makes no sense like and Haley, she had just she had been in the arca series you know she was still doing stuff in arca but that was her first time moving up like it was a test wow. run yeah you know it was a test it was a test and she came p5
1: yeah that's crazy
0: but it, it, i don't know what and see people are like constantly hating on her for her being in the truck series but the thing is and that's something my husband has even said too the trucks obviously it's totally different from an xfinity car um and her driving style i don't think suits the truck but also the guys that are in the truck series they're aggressive as hell and they're constantly wrecking her out like she ends up that's part of the reason why she ends up in the back or you know p20 or mm-hmm. whatever a lot of times is because she gets wrecked out like she gets wrecked out a lot yeah. um and it's not even her and most of the time it's, it's just them. yeah it's, it's she ends up getting pushed into the wall or she just ends up being in the wrong place at the wrong time. But that's what a lot of it is. A lot of it is not really her, but also the, the truck, it just doesn't, it doesn't suit her driving style because if that was the case, you know, when she did that test with the um, Xfinity car, she would have done a lot worse, but no, she, she did P5 on a super speedway. Like, obviously that means that, you know, she, She has the skill. Yeah, she has the skill. And I mean, she did well in ARCA. That's why they wanted to move her up. Mm -hmm. But, um, and obviously she has dirt experience Mm -hmm. and that helps too. Um, but I think that's why like a lot of people hate on her, but I, I don't get it. Like to me, it's like, you know, she's still learning, but that truck just doesn't suit her at all. Um, it. She did way better in the Arca series. Um, and then that one Xfinity race. So I think yeah. she just needed to stay in the stock car and putting her in the truck was the, I think is what was the, the wrong issue. move. Yeah, yeah, it was the wrong move, but she couldn't get an Xfinity ride. So that was the only way only she was going to be able to race. Yeah, yeah. Was because she, so that's why she went to truck. That's crazy. Um, yeah, but funding. Yeah. Like sure. a, a lot of them are struggling with funding right now. <sighs> That's sad. That really is sad. It, it's, it's crazy because I didn't know how much it costs, like just to be on a, on NASCAR, like on a car. Cause Amber, um, she had mentioned that. I mean, now she's been racing a little bit more, but, um, she had mentioned the, the race at, at Kansas was going to be her last race due to not having enough funding like she had mentioned that unless she was going to be able to get more funding that she wasn't going to be able to race for the rest of the season wow and she was she's an arca and somebody and this guy he had put a message like on a comment on her instagram and he he has like his own business and stuff and he was like hey i'd love to sponsor you but like i don't really know like Well, number one, how you go about doing that, but also like how much it costs to be on a car. Yeah. When she said the price range, I could not believe it. So you're starting at 10 grand and that's probably like a very small sticker, probably like at the very fucking bottom, anywhere from 10 grand to 1.5 million per race. That's not a whole season that's per race on a car. Yeah oh my god i know when she put that in the comments he's like oh uh, he's like i'm a small business i couldn't do ten thousand dollars even like you know like he was thinking yeah. like yeah 10 grand and that's like a very small spot on the car That if you're wow. wanting like the biggest fucking spot you look like that's probably going to be the hood of the car you know that's 1.5 million per race. And that's the ARCA series. So that means ARCA doesn't really get much TV time. So, you know, they're mainly on flow and then sometimes on FS1 a little bit, but that means in cup, it's probably double that double. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And that's for Arca. And Arca's that's, the lowest. That is
1: crazy. Yeah. That is I couldn't crazy. believe it when she
0: put that in the comments. I was like, are you kidding me? And that's per race. Like, that's not even like that, doesn't even give you. I mean, that's literally just for a couple hours.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. That's it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oof. I was like, yeah. man. God, it's insane. Yeah, I got woof.
1: I don't even have words. I'm like, my my mind is literally boggled at how much.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. I was like, Are you serious? That's how much it costs. No wonder. For one race. That's why, no wonder she's struggling for funding because if if she's going after different companies a two for
1: one deal,
0: right? like, some of them might be like, I can't afford, I can't even afford one race. Like what are like, yeah, that it, it's crazy. How much it's just more about money. Um, that, yeah. and that's what, um, that's what I've had a lot of people say. That's also why some of them don't move up to like ARCA or, yeah. or anything is because funding money. like, it, it's cheaper to stay local it's cheaper yeah to, no it is it, it is. is it's cheaper to stay in a lower in a lower series because that's crazy i mean you know jeez. yeah
1: my brain hurts from just hearing <laughs> that
0: 10, i was like how is it and that that means they probably have like that like it's like a sticker like, this big yeah this big probably so at the bottom of the car yeah, like almost yeah. at like the very bottom like those little bitty stickers that you see yeah. at the bottom that go across yeah, yeah. one of those for yeah. 10 grand <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no can't
1: even can't even imagine
0: yeah it's it's insane mm-hmm. but i think i think that Seeing that it gave me a different perspective on it because I was like, man, you know, if that's how much it costs just for Arca, right. That could also be why you don't have any women in cup is because if women are already just struggling in Arca to get funding, then how would they even move up to cup? Right? Like if they're in Arca, which is the lowest series, like, you know um, of NASCAR and they are struggling getting funding there. How would they even make ha- it? to yeah. cup? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, there's no way they would even make it to cup when sponsorships are probably like, like we said, probably triple that. Triple. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. because obviously that's a bigger, that's a bigger series. And so if that, if they can't even get funding in Arca, it's like, yeah. Like, if they're struggling there, man, like how yeah. are they going to do it? Um, That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. That's sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah, it's definitely sad because it's like, they shouldn't be struggling to get funding like that yeah, at all. Yeah. To get funding. Yeah. And, um, you just have some, like, there's so many women that would love to be in NASCAR. Oh, till, yeah, exactly. But it's the fact that they make it almost unachievable. Yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, you, you haven't, you haven't really had any women in NASCAR. I mean, you've had a few, but you know, Danica Patrick, you know, was probably really the only one that, you know, that you saw on a more regular basis, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. in the cup series. But besides that, you know, before before that, I mean, you had other women that came along, but you know, they, they were mainly in like Xfinity and like the truck series. You didn't have, you know, you didn't have like in cup, you just didn't really have anybody. Um, Danica was pretty much the only one that really,
1: she's the only person I really knew. Yeah. That 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 you really knew only name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you know, because there just hasn't been any. And that's all because of, you know, she already had a big name brand before mm-hmm. that. Right. You know, yeah. being, in you know, coming from open wheel and it's like, so she already had, you know, yeah. a, a presence, like in a brand and brands with her already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she had the funding already. So yeah. they didn't have to really worry too much. Yeah, they don't have um, the force or like, right. force but you know
1: convince people to
0: Yeah, no. And then obviously she was the only woman in NASCAR at the time. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, that even that helped too. Mm-hmm. Because it oh, was yeah. like people wanted to kind of support it already. But she mm-hmm. also had her own brands that came with her. So they didn't so it they had to take somewhat of a risk, but barely any. So yeah. that's why yeah. it was like it was no big deal to throw her in a car but for these other women they see it as yeah, more of a risk that. yeah they don't have that yeah they see them as more of a risk than you know than um you know an asset to their yeah. to their series and it's sad yeah definitely it it it's uh, it, it's like you hate it for them because because you, you want to live- support them yeah, you yeah, you want to mm-hmm. support them like you want them to be able to stay like, yeah, no, like, because they had um, so Tony ended up her and Haley both ended up running the trucks like together, like Tony doesn't always run the trucks, but like she was running um, at one race. Um, and so pretty much we, we were gonna have two women in a NASCAR truck series thing at the same time. And that normally doesn't happen. Normally you only have one. Yeah. So obviously this was some, te- this was a was historic a thing for yeah. this year, for this year, for the season. I made a comment about it. Like I shared it. Um, and I shared it on Facebook and some dude was like, why do we need that? Ugh. Cause I put, I, I said that we needed this, like we needed this in the sport. right? Why do we need that? why i hate people i hate people, <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> why, why do we need it because you don't ever see two women running in the truck series at at the same time like it yeah. like never happens like you normally only have like one running in the truck series at a time so like before Haley, you had natalie decker well now natalie is running um um the Cracker Jack, like she's sponsored by Cracker Jack, and she was running uh in Xfinity right now. So she left the truck series. Yeah. um So Haley came in. Now she's the only woman. So it's always been where there's never been more than one woman in the yeah. truck series. It's always been like you know, one. If one came in, if they the leave, then the another yeah. one comes in. Like you never yeah. have two at the same time. And so I was like. You know, I was like, so this is like a huge thing, and I'm like, the you know, we need this type of representation, sure. Uh, uh, I'm like, are you? I've locked him after that. Yeah, I was like,
1: I, It's like hell? one of those people who just, yeah, they're just
0: like, trying to get dude, like, like what? You know? yeah. Like, because this never happens in NASCAR where we have multiple women on the you know, in the field, yeah. you just yeah. don't have that, and it's nope. like. And you finally have that this season, which it hasn't happened in a very long time. Um, so, cause normally it doesn't happen at all. We only have one woman in the field at one yeah. time in whatever series and that's it. Um, and I'm like, this is huge. This is not some small thing. And yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, F off bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, okay. are you serious right now? So but yeah, like it's it's always it was it's always crazy, and of course I had to be a dude. And the crazy thing is, like I looked at his profile. It says that he works for Penske, like Team Penske. And I was like, dude, like you literally have Caitlin Brown on your fucking pit crew—the only woman to win, the, like, to be on a team that won the Indy five hundred. And you're talking down about women in motorsport.
1: Like, why are you here? Oh my God. I would have <laughs> sent that to Penny. Like totally like, wanted to be petty like,
0: like that. And be like, you know, you have somebody employed by your team that is literally like talking down and degrading women in motorsport. And you have women on your pit crew. Yeah. Like, um you And might... I think that woman,
1: I think that woman on that pit crew is actually um from jersey oh really yeah
0: yeah caitlin yeah okay. i don't i don't know where she's from but yeah, yeah. i was like that that's wow. crazy like the fact that and then it's like you literally have your employment out yeah, there. yeah like you put, you put yourself okay
1: sir like prepared. <laughs> like you could have easily gotten him i know just, like, i thought about being rich.
0: petty but i was absolutely like you know rich. whatever i was like yeah. you know it's not but, worth your time. Yeah, it wasn't like, worth it. But yep. yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, dude, seriously? Like, you work for Penske and you literally just put that out there? Like, why do we need That's that? Ballsy. That's balsy. That's right? <laughs> balsy. Like, you did not think that one through. Yeah, for real. For like, you could have been in total dick and you could have lost your job mm-hmm. if I would have, like, turned that in. Like, if I would have just sent oh, yeah. that to Penn Scheme and like, hey, one of your, uh, I think he was like a mechanic. I think that's what he is. Like, I forgot what it said, but I think he was like a mechanic for that or something. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. So God knows like how he might treat Caitlyn. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, oh the God. fact that he's saying that stuff and it's like, dude, like. Mm, Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So I, I was just like, man, that's insane. And then the fact that you work for a major team like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that you know, real, that's amazing. Yeah. Oof. I couldn't Oof. believe that. I was like, wow, you really like did that. And and <laughs> you were very fortunate that I wasn't a dick. Yeah, that <laughs> I chose not to be Right. A, not to be petty. Psycho. <laughs> and... Right. And be like, hey, um, I'm gonna send this to your employer. Cause mm-hmm. um, yeah. So but yeah, so obviously your your books, I'm sure, are absolutely amazing. I haven't read them yet, <laughs> but okay, I'm sending them to you. I'm I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait to get them because then I'm like, I'm seriously like. Cause I know if you send them pretty soon, I I go on vacation during 4th of July week, I will be reading
1: both the books. I'll make sure to get them out. I'll I'll make sure to get them out this week. Binge them
0: because I'm not going to be doing very much. So I'm just going to (laughs) binge them during my vacation because you know, and then I'll, I'll let you know, like what I think about them and stuff and everything. And I'll spam your amazon page with reviews that. and everything i love that well yeah because i mean honestly and that that's what makes it easier for people to find your book uh, mm-hmm. you know and it's easier for people to be able to support you um yeah. you know because reviews are everything they you know i are. mean now like you have mm-hmm. to have reviews um mm-hmm. and so yeah that's extremely important um i know because like it's the same thing with me you know with the podcast like mm-hmm. having reviews is a huge thing you know or just people rating the podcast because it makes it easier for people to find it exactly yeah so i totally understand that and obviously we're going to put links in the description so everybody can go check out sam's books and everything she has going on her instagram whatever korean from context the the website Mm -hmm. Like just go like binge all her content, <laughs> <laughs> all of it. Just like spend hours going through all of the stuff that she has going on. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. This thank was so much for,
1: fun. Thank like, you for oh, DMing me. I will never. This is like so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you for for being like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I'm absolutely. I'm, like, I was I'm good so for excited. it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And honestly, yeah, like guys, like we're 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 making it known now that like, you guys are first know this exclusive shit. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Sam and I are gonna be collaborating like on something. We're gonna write something we together. To. We have like to. we've got to like it's already We'll will we'll, uh, fix up one of your in sync fan fictions and um, gotta look for that. we have <laughs> gotta look for that. So if we just want to do in sync, but we will change it to some. Yep. Korean we'll band, boy yep. band, and mm-hmm. we're we're gonna make it work. Like Absolutely. we're gonna we're gonna do it. So yeah, you guys are gonna see that in the future. It, it's happening. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, well, thank you for for coming on. Of course. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that amazing episode. Uh, it was so much fun doing that with uh, with. Sammy. Um, and like I mentioned, I will include all of her social media links, her website, um, also all her books on Amazon. So you can go, um, buy those books if you are interested. Um, like I mentioned uh, to her, um, I actually did start reading. I, um, I'm actually on the book called soul searching and guys, I'm telling you, it is amazing. It's one of the best books I have ever read. So definitely check it out. Um and like she mentioned um and, and and I mentioned as well, ratings and reviews are so important. It's what keeps us going. It's what helps people find our content, right? So please if you have not already uh rate the podcast uh, you can rate it on apple and spotify or you can um leave a review on apple Um, unfortunately spotify does not do reviews um i'm hoping they change that eventually but uh, as of right now you can do is rate but yes if you can you know if you feel called to please rate in um and leave a review on apple share the podcast with whoever you know um, and, and also follow um, the podcast. So you make sure that you're able to check out uh, the episodes when they come out. So um, so yeah, guys, so that is it for me. Um, until next week, take care.